Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 73 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode. You already know, coming with the heat. We got a lot to get into today, especially from this past weekend. First things first, how you feeling tonight, bro? Shit, I'm feeling great, man. I'm ready to get into it. Was a crazy wild card. We are a divisional round, excuse me. NFL went crazy. Didn't disappoint. Um, Many people saying that's why it's the king of all four of the pro sports, you know what I mean? But we'll get into all that, man. How you feeling? Shit, man. I'm chilling. I'm feeling good, feeling good. I had work today, but you know, now we chilling out. So we got a lot to get into. As we already said, had a lot going on over the weekend. NFL playoffs, they are still going on. Probably one of the most wild NFL playoff weekends we've had of all time. But in other news, let's get into some new music we have. First things first, we had Gucci dropping rumors last night featuring Lil Durk. I mean, I got to say, man, Gucci Gucci is still doing his thing. 1017 Brick Squad, you already know. Gucci dropping rumors with Lil Durk. And uh, I got to say, man, this is a banger. Gucci said it was going to be a street banger, and he lived up to it. What's your thoughts on it, man? Yeah, it was a banger for sure. Uh, The beat went crazy, obviously, the flow. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, Gucci always collabing, I feel like, nowadays. Yeah, he's Um, always on a feature. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's doing his thing, you know. Congrats to Gucci. It's odd, too, because I feel like... He really wasn't a big feature guy back in the day. He was kind of yeah. Like, he just yeah. had like a thousand songs on a mixtape. Like you know what I mean. I know he was yeah. one to have a huge like um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but a huge catalog. Oh, so yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. He had like millions of songs. Yeah, Gucci with the gut, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said he was a clone when he came out. Man, I don't know. He's looking yeah. more not so clonish. Yeah, no. Nah, they tried to say the same thing about Kodak and all that stuff, but. Gucci dropping an absolute banger, man. I, I think this is the second time him and Dirk teamed up. Um, I think the first time was back in 2014, Who Want War With Us. Uh, the remix to that was the only time they ever collabed together. I mean, these are two dudes that are doing their thing, and uh, you just got to give respect to them. I mean, it's an absolute banger. Definitely been bumping it since it dropped. But uh, we also had somebody else drop. You want to tell them? Yes, sir. Jay Critch. You know, we fuck with Jay Critch heavy over here. New York native. Uh, yeah, always. The New York guys coming out hard. Um, you got 22 G's dropping. You got Rob obviously Swish. Jay Critch. And then you got on the West Coast, the other side, you got my boy OGZ oh, dropping a deluxe, man, soon. I'm hyped for that one. You know, OGZ, I feel like he's that one West Coast dude that just really not. He don't got that played out flow. You know what I mean? He does have that West Coast flow, but it's kind of his own. Yeah, you already know, man. So Jay Critch dropping Bucks 50 freestyle, New York native, man. Jay Critch, we've been bumping Critch for a minute over here at the guys. I know some of y'all out there listening and fucks with Critch as well. Go bump that if you didn't already, Buck 50 freestyle. Uh, but speaking of West Coast, I, I did see that the game is apparently still spitting. Him and Kanye doing a track together. Um, I heard it. It was it was kind of it was kind of tough, you know what I mean? But it was what it, it was kind of. A little out there. And, you know, what else do you expect from Kanye in the game? You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting that collab. Uh, threw me off. Yeah, they threw us off. <laughs> but they went hard at Pete Davidson. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. damn. He just uh, wants to be Pete Davidson's yeah, ass. We know that Ye is still uh, salty about that he whole thing. He was highly I don't offended. Blame him, but. Yeah, that apparently he was highly offended that uh, Kim allegedly, uh, I guess she brought him to Saturday Night Live and he <laughs> and then he she was kissing Pete Davidson in front of Kanye. Just bad move. Yeah, bad that's move. messed up, man, for real. <laughs> but also, I yeah. heard Pusha T is dropping oh, yeah. an album. That, still, yeah. That's crazy because. 
Pusha had a little beef with Drake. Clearly, we remember that. Um, him and Kanye were going at Drake or whatever. You all, y'all remember that? I seen a lot of people with Pusha. I seen Gunna. Yeah. I seen you know. So all I'm saying is, I did see Big Sean and Kanye. I think they were in the studio. We know what happened with them a couple of weeks ago. They were getting into it. I think Kanye said he was the worst artist he ever signed. Oh yeah. So it, it's just cool to see them getting back. You know what I mean? I know we love the disses. We love everybody beefing, but. I kind of like the rap game getting like tight because we want them bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, you already know. We want these collabs. We want that Kanye Gunna. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. There's a lot of them, man. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's kind of crazy. You got a lot going on right now in hip hop. Uh, also, Future promoting a new artist, Real Boston Richie. I never really heard of Bull. Um, you actually sent me this single the other day, and honestly, I've been bumping it, man. It actually dropped in November, but Future's been promoting it heavy on IG. It's called Bullseye. That's the single by Boston, Real Boston Richie. Um, not too sure what dude's out of, uh, but this dawn, it bumps, man. It kind of, as soon as you sent it to me, it reminded me, uh, Pooh Seisty and like Kodak had a, had a baby. Yeah, and then I look, and then I look dude up. He looks just like them too. So it was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Like you said, it was a banger. Uh, always like finding new music, man. Cause you know how shit gets repetitive a lot. Uh, not with Dolph, not with Paper Route yeah. though, man. That album that just dropped went crazy. Shout out Big Moochie, you know, we man. talked about that, man. Yeah, Big Moochie, <laughs> go. Shout out Big Moochie. Shout out Glock. Shout out all them boys over at Paper Out. You know, it's the same thing. We say it every week. Uh, but, I mean, that's pretty much it for the hip-hop, new hip-hop this week, and uh, new songs that dropped. Uh, also, um, I, I just want to get into a few more things on the music aspect. I know this is, is a little different. But uh, shout out to the Thugsery man dropping a new single. Shout out Livy, you already know. Check that out. She just dropped. Um, so go peep it, man. She got hella fire, and that's family. So go check it out. But in other words, we have the Rock. We're gonna move on to something a little different. We got the Rock, and actually, his brand Terramana Tequila has just now passed. 600,000 cases, Mark, a record for first-year sales for all tequila brands. Um, this is crazy. This is something big for The Rock. Um, and it's just it's pretty wild because you think of the tequila brands, you know what I mean? Um, you know, Jose Cuervo, all that. But Casamigos also comes to mind, which only sold 100, not only, I mean, this is great numbers, but 170,000 cases in their first year. So it just goes to show you what The Rock is doing. The Rock selling 600,000 cases for Terramana. Uh, just passed and broke the record, man. So shout out to The Rock. <laughs> yeah, The Rock always got his hands in everything. I uh, can't think of something that this guy is not involved in, whether it's movies, wrestling, shoes, which we'll get into, uh, UFC, which you'll tell the people about. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man, he got that new energy drink that he got, um, yeah. Iron Paradise. I'm pretty sure he rocks with that brand, obviously. Uh, yeah, it was really dope. I like Terramana. Uh, you know, I'm rocking with the Casamigos, but that's just preference. Yeah. Uh, it's just what they got at the clubs. Uh, but Casamigos. we did. We, I'm pretty sure we had Terramana when we went to Miami. Oh, when we were oh, in the yeah, spot. Of course. So we we were in the section. Shout Thank out to Rock, man. You know, we was yeah. rocking. We was drinking. Big fans of Terramana, Casamigos, you know. It uh, tastes more like official to me. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, you could tell they really work hard at Terramana to make sure it's official. Yeah, man. Terramana's got a great taste. Uh, you could definitely sip it straight. Uh, Casamigos, it's always a wild night when it involves Casamigos. We know that. Um, you know what I mean? So definitely has some Miami nights. You know, we had to go tequila. Uh, definitely when you're in Miami like that. So shout out to The Rock, man. Just one of the GOAT people all around. One of the He's just a great dude. Everything he does, he's got his hands in so much. Um, 
I always say it too, The Rock would be like a perfect candidate to run this country. Yeah, <laughs> Him sure, and uh, Will Smith for VP or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, The Rock. And it's actually crazy because speaking of The Rock, speaking of UFC 270, which we had this weekend, the UFC just announced a partnership deal with the man himself, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, with his footwear brand, Project Rock. This is a multi-year agreement, and we will see all UFC athletes and their coaching teams sporting Project Rock footwear throughout fight weeks and walking up to the octagon. I think this is a really dope move for The Rock, man. This is dope. Yeah, it just goes with his legendary status. Uh, as I alluded to, he's always in everything. Uh, getting that money. Uh, the Rock, definitely, if he aren't, hasn't already, he's touching a billion. Uh, yeah, He's just an entrepreneur. Definitely somebody I look after. Uh, obviously, true not athlete, as big. True businessman. Muscle up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, the whole mindset wise, I could definitely match him. <laughs> It'll take me a couple years, like I said, a little creatine, a little, uh, maybe even steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who knows, man. Uh, but that, definitely, that's just a dope move for him with the UFC. Gotta love that. And, um, you know, you gotta just fuck with The Rock, man. He's always doing something great like that. So, And he wasn't born into the money, so no, that, that just no. goes to show you I mean, you his that father was a wrestler, strength. but yeah, yeah he, he really got it up. I mean, I, you know, he played at uh, University of Miami, he played football. It's um, crazy because they had a show about him I used to watch. Yeah, Young on NBC. Rock, yeah, right? yeah, it was really good show. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten a chance to check it out, um, but definitely got to definitely have to because I have a feeling it's going to be dope. I mean, I know it's about his life, um, but he played at the University of Miami, played football, um, and then he he was doing some other gigs and he was trying, I think, singing at one point. He was doing a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, he used to want to go to the NFL, and then he said that that kind of stopped. And I don't know what it was exactly, but. And then he wound up in wrestling. I don't know if it was because of his father growing up around it. Uh, he actually wound up in wrestling, uh, which we all know how that career went for him, which is dope. So shout out to The Rock, man. Always doing dope stuff. It's actually pretty funny with this, <laughs> with this new UFC uh, deal. He actually just said uh, at one point in 97 or 98, he actually wanted to go to Japan and train in the MMA and become an MMA fighter. But then he, he said shortly after he realized he didn't really fuck with getting punched in the face. So he yeah, said he would have got his face him. smashed in. <laughs> Definitely can't blame him. <laughs> we've seen a lot we're gonna get into it but we've seen how some people's faces looked at the end of ufc fights uh, yeah really not favorable um yeah if i had the rocks opportunity or chance i would much rather pick wwe <laughs> even if they do like we got into last week they put their bodies on the line but not nearly as much not yet exactly so we we've seen the rock in wrestling but who knows how it would have went in the ufc <laughs> but i uh, just thought that was a little funny thing that i actually saw over the weekend uh, but speaking of the UFC, we had Fight Weekend UFC 270 and still Francis Ngannou taking the victory, man, via unanimous decision against Cyril Ghan. Uh, you got to love this, man. Two big guys, two heavyweight beast in the UFC right now. This was pretty much for all the marbles. Uh, this was for the title. Uh, Francis still holds the title, and he is the baddest man to walk the earth at this moment. So you got to give away respect is due. 
We rocked with Francis Ngannou, and we won some money. So thank you very much. Not too sure why they had him as the underdog. He's the champ. Uh, he, he was considered the baddest dude to walk the planet before this fight. I mean, Cyril Gan is obviously, you know, he's proven uh, with a 10-0 record before this fight. Um, that he's, he's a force to be reckoned with as well. So it's just, it's just kind of interesting to me that they still had Francis as an underdog. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, anybody with uh, Mike Tyson in the corner walking out with them, uh, supporting them, <laughs> showing yeah. love, I'm not he really the jersey, man. sure why he's an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, we're not really uh, UFC gurus over here, but we can definitely tell you who's good and who's not. Uh, both of these dudes are, as you said, two of the baddest dudes on the planet. Uh, heavyweight fights, we know how they go. I was expecting this to get chippy really early. I thought somebody was going down early, maybe round one or two. I can't lie. Uh, but I was pretty glad we got the fight that we got. Uh, we were able to see Nganu uh, do different strategies. I'm pretty sure he yeah, took him to the ground man, a lot. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I heard a lot of backlash on Twitter yeah. about that. Not backlash, really, but people were saying, oh, shit. Like, if this guy adds wrestling to his like career, and, like, yeah. you know, that, that people are... And trouble. you got to love it because Usman actually was in his corner heavy. Yeah, there was and, a lot of people repping. Him. And this is this is this is a guy that actually prepped him for this fight because Cyril is he has ground game, which Francis usually does not. We don't see that. Francis is a heavy hitter, man. Um and you know, he's just a freak of nature. Once uh, he the came strength out in the got. knee pads. I was like, damn, <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Uh and even dealing with the knee issues that he was dealing with is just crazy. But uh I know Usman got him prepared for this fight. He had him practicing his grappling and his wrestling a little bit more uh, to get prepared for Gon. And it worked, man. You've seen how he took him down. And I think this had a lot to do with their stamina as well. Francis just has a lot more stamina than Gon does. And that's what I said. What I said to you before the fight, this fight is going to come down to the later rounds. And it's because it's going to be who can last longer. Um, but I am shocked that somebody didn't get knocked out in this fight. <laughs> yeah, it just showed that they both came in really intense and really strategic. Uh, like you said, we're both shocked that nobody went down, but I think that's what they were trying to prevent. Uh, there was a lot of defense, and like you said, a yeah, lot of title grounding. on the line. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you don't want to get caught. You always see cautious fights when the title's on the line, uh, especially early on. They're trying to figure each other out, um, just like the next fight that I'm about to get into: Figueroa versus Moreno, also on the UFC main card for 270 this past weekend. This was the third. This was a trilogy fight, man. Uh, we actually got to see them fight the second fight, uh, which Moreno won. And actually took Figueroa's belt, and now Figueroa actually walks away taking his belt back. Moreno is now one and three in the trilogy. Uh, what did you think about this fight, man? This also went to unanimous decision. Again, another title fight going to decision. Yeah, this was a good fight. Uh, both guys getting a good amount of striking in. Uh, I did. It did seem that yeah, yeah. Did see that Figueroa seemed more prepared. Um, I can tell in the first two rounds that. He looked kind of strategic and holding off a little bit. Moreno looked like he wanted to uh, capitalize a little bit more. And it showed in the later rounds because it looked like Moreno was a little gas. I can't lie. When I seen the, the final result, I did not think they were going to give it to Figueroa. Uh, I thought Moreno was going to win. Obviously, he did too. He looked very shocked. Uh, it, it was super toss-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was shocked at the outcome. 
But it was yeah. a good fight. It was good to see Figueroa take his belt back, though. Uh, you got to love to see that. We were rooting for him in the second fight when Moreno took him down and won that fight. But uh, Moreno came into this fight a little cocky. I mean, you've seen it in the, the you know the press conference and the weigh-ins. Uh, he was doing hearts to him with his hands and be smiling, cheesing. Yeah, he's not my favorite yeah. fighter. Figueroa, he told him straight up. He said, I'm going to knock you the fuck out, which didn't happen. But he won the fight and he got his belt back. You could just tell he was more hungry coming into this fight. Uh, the third fight i just want to get up to uh <laughs> to is uh said nermageddon man we bet on dude we paired it with Nganu money line and it came through uh both money lines cashed i'll always rock with somebody with the last name nermageddon <laughs> you just got to man no relation to khabib uh no relation to hasbula <laughs> but he did his thing and he actually won in a first round submission we were going absolutely crazy man yeah, that was a no-brainer. Uh, like you said, the parlay was easy. I was surprised we got Ngannou at plus money. Uh, said, never really watched him a lot. Um, I can't lie, this is probably one of my first times seeing him fight. And as you said, the last name sold me. I got to rock with anybody with Hasbulla's last name. So shout out to Go. I was kind of sad that Haas wasn't there, man. Um, I guess if there's no McGregor, there's no Haas. You know what I mean? There's got to be a little bit more. You can't get as big as Francis Ngannou, though, man. Come on, Haas. Get Haas out there. Dana White is fucking Dana, around. Dana White should have flew him out again and had him at the uh, spectating. I don't know. but Well, we saw that Haas interview, man. <laughs> he had a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> so said Nurmagomedov beats Statman. Uh, Statman, um, you know, he had a little bit of a striking advantage on said, but uh, said has the better ground game and he's a more shiftier. He's quicker. He has more speed. And uh, that's exactly what I was noting coming into this fight. So, it, the results showed first round submission. Congratulations to said Nurmagomedov, man. Uh, so yeah, that that wraps up fight weekend UFC 270. And um, now, I guess it's time to get into NFL playoffs, baby. That's right, Divis- divisional round. It was wild. Tell them what happened. Yeah, so we started off with Joey B, Joe Burrow, Icy Joe taking on Joe the Titans. Burrow. We got Derrick Henry back. Uh, with a plate in his foot, a plate in his shoe, screws in his ankle. Scored a tutty. Um, so much going on with him there. Uh, he could not pass a metal detector, man. But he definitely could still run. I think he ran for a little over 60 yards still. Uh, my biggest problem with this game, before we get into it, I did not like Ryan Tannehill's decision-making, y'all, in this game at all. No, um, no. You cannot have your defense get nine sacks. And then you don't return the favor on the offensive side. I know it was awkward in that locker room, man. Any team with nine sacks, I think they're going to win the game by at least 20. Um, How this game was so close and how they winded up losing is mind-blowing to me. It just shows that I don't really want to slander Ryan Tannehill here because I still think he's a top 15, top 10 maybe quarterback. But... I just yeah, don't think he's the quarterback for the Titans when you have Derrick Henry. In, in a yeah. playoff game, just not going to get it done, man. Ryan Tannehill, 15 for 24 on the day, 220 yards and one touchdown thrown. Um, again, Derrick Henry scored on his return. A.J. Brown looking like the best thing to come out of this game for the Titans. Five catches, 142 yards and one tutty on nine targets on the day. Julio made a little noise, but no touchdowns. Um, but really, man, the story here is the Bengals getting their first road win in 
in the playoffs. They were 0-7, uh, first time in history on their part. Joey B, 348 yards, but no touchdowns. One pick. Kind of kind of shocked me that he didn't throw a touchdown in this game. Uh, Joe Mixon doing what he does best, scoring a touchdown pretty much every week, uh, 54 yards on the day. And uh, Jamar Chase, over 100. I mean, this is something that we see on a weekly basis. T. Higgins, 96 yards. Uh, C.J. Uzuma, I mean, we're, we've been high on bro all year, uh, 71 yards on the day. So they did their thing. They did what it took to get it done. 19 to 16 is your final score. The Bengals take it. I mean, this was a wild weekend for football. If you think about it, this was the first time ever that every single game this weekend came down to a game-winning field goal. How fucking crazy is that? And they're calling it maybe the craziest playoff weekend of all time. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that was crazy, man. I wanted to get into this a little bit more. Evan McPherson showed exactly why you draft a kicker. Uh, kickers cannot go unnoticed, obviously, after this weekend of football. It's very important to have a good kicker, especially one that can kick in certain climates, like certain uh, the snow, the rain, the cold. Uh, yeah, it just really matters, honestly. Um, like Z- Greg Zerline, we will get into that later and talking about Cowboys moves in the offseason, but I had to bring that in there. Man. Yeah, McPherson also, I think he said to Joey B and all the team, uh, so I guess uh, I guess I'm going to go out and win it. <laughs> so that's just tough, man. I believe he's a rookie, so it, it, that's just dope to see. Uh, the next game we had, tell him who it was, man. 49ers and the Packers. Um, Debo did his thing. We knew what it was. Coming into this game, we've seen the energy. Uh, we know the Niners come out with the boom box. Uh, you got Trent Williams going in. Jimmy G seemed like he was getting a little loose. Uh, yeah, can so, I, yeah, 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 nah, you go. Can I just say one thing real quick, man? How Who's letting Jimmy G get away with this, man? Every week, no touchdowns, two weeks back-to-back, and he's winning playoff games. <laughs> Somebody stop this, man, 13-10. Yeah, so my little dispute there is I think the defense and the versatility with Debo Samuel is just so hard for defenses to read. Uh, you never know if this guy is going on a 50-yard slant, 50-yard fly, or 50-yard run. Um, yeah, Debo's the most versatile yeah. player in the playoffs right now, obviously. Uh, so George Kittle, you got, and Debo Samuel. I just don't know how you're going to figure out that offense because of the fact that George Kittle is one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. So that right there just helps out the pass blocking yeah, and the run blocking. Lineman, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. They got Trent Williams. Pretty sure they said he was but- the number one offensive lineman in the league this year. Uh, he did get away with multiple false starts. Did you see that video, bro? Oh how he twitches God. his leg yeah, a little I bit. I don't even want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how they don't call that. I'm not sure why. Uh, Elijah doing a little Mitchell, foot dance looking like yeah, M- yeah. Michael Jackson He does a pre-false start and then a <laughs> true false start. It's he gets the lineman in the jump. It's a strategy, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. the ref's got to be better than that. Oh, yeah. And they got Elijah Mitchell, who's not a scrub. Uh, he's, I, I like the style of run. I like the way he plays. But what I really, really want to dig into, enough of the 49ers. Horrible, horrible loss for the Packers, man. What do you think they're going to do going into next season? Do you think they're going to clean house? Do you think they should keep Aaron Rodgers or just let him finally go and then just rebuild this thing? Uh, I don't know if it's so much. I think Rodgers just probably doesn't come back to the Packers. I mean, let's be honest. uh, I don't think – I didn't expect them to lose this game in Lambeau. Um, I I really didn't even, you know, putting Debo Samuel into a factor into this. I mean, I know he's the most exciting player in the league right now. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, especially at Lambeau Field. You just expected a better game than – 
20 for 29, 225 yards and no touchdowns on the day. Um, it's just kind of shocks you. If I told you Aaron Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown in a playoff game, you'd kind of laugh, right, at home? At yeah, that. putting up 10 points is just eye-popping to me yeah. uh, in Green Bay, especially when you heard Aaron Rodgers in 2019 I mean, shit, and that interview. We put up interview. more points against the Niners. Exactly. So in an interview yeah. in 2019, Aaron Rodgers is seen saying, quote, they're coming to our house. They know how it is in Lambeau. The 20-degree weather, it's going to be a problem. It's going to favor us. Yeah, We've seen 20-degree so, weather, and it didn't favor them. No, not at all. Uh, this this honestly took me by surprise. This game in, entirely took me by surprise. I was really rooting for uh, Go Pack Go to get this win. You know how I'm, I'm feeling salty against yeah, these Niners. Yeah, feel bad for man. a guy, A.J. Dillon, man. Um, I was just about was to carrying, say. And Aaron Jones. Both running backs, I think, are the true story here uh, besides them losing, obviously. It, it's a good... A good uh, side of the story. Yeah. Instead of all bad on the I, Packers, you know what I mean? Yeah, it just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, man, our boy A.J. Dillon getting a tutty. I mean, you called that. You called he was scoring in this game. Um, and, you know, he's just that red zone back. He's just a strong back. Kind of gives you that Brandon Jacobs-esque, you know what I mean, uh, flavor to his game. I mean, he's a husky guy. He can run. He's got a lot of power behind him. And, you know, he just gets it done. Uh, Aaron Jones marches down the field, and then they give the rock to A.J. Dillon to get it in the end zone. Uh, you just got to love it. Aaron Jones, I mean, he, he had a day himself. I mean, 41 rushing yards and 129 receiving yards. Uh, he was basically wide receiver one. <laughs> I mean, Devontae Adams had 90 yards. And again, Aaron Jones leading all receivers and him being the running back. Uh, just again, this game was just completely shocking and took me by surprise. Yeah, there was no reason the Niners should have won this and again, game. Another game-winning field goal. <laughs> and exactly. did you see the Niners kicker? <laughs> he keeps warming up in the middle of the field, like when the other team's on the field. Or, you know, I seen him doing it when the Cowboys cheerleaders were on the field. Like, dude's mad disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's Robbie Gold, a like, uh, former Bear. Jesus so this Christ. one was a little bit more uh, good for him, I guess. Uh, he got a little bit extra out of it beating Aaron yeah, Rodgers Game-winning field goal, bear. 45 yards yeah, out. Yeah, 100%, man, staying in the division. Uh, yeah, like he said, like you said, he just it, kickers are what really matters. And through the first two games, we've hoped that I you mean, guys yeah. can tell. <laughs> yeah, this this past weekend, the kickers is what mattered. Every game came down to a field goal, so um, they could have lost it. I mean, every game came down to three points. So, uh, but that moves on in the divisional round and playoffs this weekend to Sunday. We had the Rams versus the Buccaneers. This was intense. This was a battle. Your final score, 30-27 to 27 on the day. Um, my Rams get it done, man. We, we, we've been rocking with the Rams, and I got to say, uh, they Matt Stafford, Matty, Matty Ice, the real Matty Ice, I call him, 366 yards on the day, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 38 pass attempts. Um, you just got to love him play. You got to love playoff Matty, man. What's your thoughts? So my thoughts on this game is two things. Cooper Cup is insane, and the Buccaneers without Tristan Wirfs is hard. hard. Like, yeah. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't stop me getting through the line. Uh, we saw Aaron Donald was just having his way. Um, his He was just destroying Brady. I think that was all in Brady's head as well. I think he knew that his offensive line was letting up. Uh, he had seconds to get rid of the ball before he was getting smacked or put in the ground. So, uh, yeah, back to Cooper Cup. This dude is insane. 183 yards, one touchdown, nine receptions. I feel like this is his stat line literally every single week. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> it's regular. Mind-blowing how you let Cooper Cup get behind you on that last play of the game. Oh, my um, God, yeah. Yeah, you're a pro. All what a pro, beautiful yeah. ball by Matt Stafford. As much as he was talking shit, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. But he was talking shit to Tyreek Hill um, in the Super Bowl. You just can't let up a play like that. Antoine Winfield Jr., I'm looking at you. Um, you let up a huge fly <laughs> to lose the game, basically. Yeah. Come on, man. The defense has to be better. Uh, I don't think this loss is on Tom Brady at all. I think it's all on the defense. Yeah, Cooper Cup just being Cooper Cup in this game. I mean, like you said, I mean, he's nearly 200 yards in a touchdown. Odell Beckham Jr. doing his thing with 69 yards on the day. Uh, they basically swapped out OBJ for Robert Woods, and that doesn't sound like a bad deal, does it? Um, and he's been producing for them. you got to love it. But, I, again, it just goes back to what I've been stressing all year long. This team is built for it. This team is made for it. They are so be- well-balanced on both sides of the ball. Aaron Donald, he's a beast, man. He's one of my favorite defensive players in the league. Always has been since he's came in from Pitt. Uh, this dude is a freak, and you just got to love to see it. Did you see that little scuffle they got into? And he, <laughs> he was choking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy, man. But um, the Bucks, man. Tom Brady having a day himself. 54 pass attempts. 329 yards and a touchdown. Did have a pick. Um, but playoff Lenny. I mean, they didn't get the dub. But Leonard Fournette coming out with two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Yeah, two huge touchdowns, man, at that. And one thing I just want to point out is Rob Gronkowski had 11 targets and only four catches. To me, that would not get any game done. You cannot win like that. Uh, He's uh, arguably one of the most important pieces on the offense. Yeah, and clearly, I mean, you're trying to force the ball to Gronk in this game. You have to. It's one of your guys. It's one of your main targets. And we know the Brady-Gronk connection goes back since the New England days in Foxborough. But Mike Evans is also his friend. Eight catches, 119 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans is probably one of the most consistent wide receivers we've seen in the NFL for the past five years. I mean, the dude's always over 1,000 yards every year. Um, he's always making his case for being one of the best wide receivers. Probably top top five, I'll give him, um, you know, in the past few years, just consistency-wise. I mean, the dude's always there when you need him. And Brady really tried to rely on him a lot this game, and it just wasn't enough to get it done. They just fell short. Uh, but Gronkowski, four catches, like you said, on 11 targets is not going to get it done. And I really think, and I was I was really stressing this um, to a few people coming into this game, the fact that the Tampa Bay loses A.B., they, Godwin gets hurt. That really hurt this team. Let's be honest. The team that they came in with versus the team that they left with, uh, I'll give them that. I'll give them that as an excuse. I mean, they lost two wide receiver. I mean, starting wide receivers on any other team. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. AB is arguably one of the greatest receivers of all time. Chris Godwin Uh, was a huge, huge hit for Brady. I I was watching Um, a team with no confidence. It felt like exactly. I think they knew that. If they won this game, it would be a miracle, especially in the beginning. I think the Rams at one point were up 20, what was it, 27 and 3. Yeah. Um, the, the life was just sucked out of the stadium, especially at that. Once they started coming back, that was definitely more on the Rams. I think they were just losing the ball game themselves. Yeah. Uh, that snap that Matt Stafford missed, uh, it wasn't on him, it was on the center. But it, you just can't do stuff like that. And then Matt Stafford throwing that pick, um, that kind of rub me i don't know hopefully man no no, no he didn't throw tom yeah. brady through the pick. pick yeah 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 so you Just can't be vintage brady yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I didn't see a, a Bucks team with confidence. No, yeah, and, and again, man, we we knew the Rams were going to take this come into this weekend, uh, despite Tampa being at home. Even go listen to that last episode, you'll know <laughs> exactly. Uh, we we try to tell y'all, but uh, let's move on. Game of the year, right finale. Here. Oh Game of God. the year. Cooper Cup had 183 yards, and he still wasn't the best receiver of the week. <laughs> yeah, man. So the story of this weekend is Bills versus Chiefs. AFC juggernauts going at it. And every time these two teams play, you get a show. Get your popcorn out because it, it, it was a show, as T.O. would say. 42-36 uh, to 36 is your final score. I know there's a lot of controversy with the overtime rules, but it is what it is. You have to stop them from scoring that touchdown. And like Josh Allen said, uh, if it was the other way around, we'd be celebrating too. Uh, you hate to see it. Uh, me, especially as a Josh Allen fan, I love Josh Allen, always high on him. Again, was in my MVP talks early on this season, uh, before the season started. You know I'm always high on Josh Allen. He played one hell of a game just as well as Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes on the day with 44 pass attempts, 378 yards, three tutties, no interceptions. And Josh Allen keeping up with him, 37 pass attempts, 329 yards, four touchdowns. Um, absolutely insane. Josh Allen, 68 rushing yards, and Patrick Mahomes, 69 and a rushing touchdown. Both quarterbacks with four touchdowns each. What's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this was the greatest QB game I've ever witnessed, and I've Absolutely. watched Peyton Manning and Brady multiple times Absolutely. growing up. Uh, there's nothing that could top this. No interceptions. Uh, all the passes seem to be on the money, Fluid. if not yeah. just a little off. Um, they were doing everything with their legs, as you said. Pat Mahomes, 69 rushing yards. Um, last game they played, literally identical. Pretty sure they both had in the 60s rushing yards. Um one thing that really popped out to me that really, really made me mad, uh, Stefan Diggs, man, seven yards, um, not necessarily all on him. Uh, the Chiefs just played him very well. Uh, I'd still like them to get him the ball a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to say that's why they lost the game, but it's definitely a huge part. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I expected a huge game from Diggs, especially we all know the meme from last year uh, with Diggs watching the celebration of the Chiefs move on i really thought he was going to come out in this game and do what he usually does best and perform uh but again uh three receptions on seven on no 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 six targets three receptions only seven yards um it really shocked me it really did i can't lie but they, they were excellent on the coverage on him what else can you say uh, i think the huge story for the bills is gabriel davis Having an incredible season this year, 201 yards on eight catches and four touchdowns. That's right, you heard me. Four fucking touchdowns. Incredible. Yeah, he's the first receiver ever in the playoffs with four touchdowns. It, absolutely insane. And before this game started, I really was thinking it was going to be Diggs-Knox. Dawson-Knox was non-existent this game. Uh, really, I mean, it, it, was, it was shocking to not see him be involved at all. I mean, four targets, two catches, and nine yards from your two top, I would say, offensive players that Josh Allen looks to, Dawson Knox and Stephon Diggs, non-existent this game. Yeah, man, and Gabriel Davis was playing for a contract. Uh, he's a free agent this year, so what a game to end on a bang. One thing I do want to get into, Tyreek Hill, man. His speed solely won the Chiefs the game. Oh, yeah. If Tyreek Hill does not score on that play where he's not even supposed to score, um, I, I think I counted I mean, five bills around him. Uh, at one point, he gave up the peace sign when he was behind the bill. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is incredible. Uh, this dude's speed's unreal. Uh, if you want to argue, I've seen something on Twitter that somebody called blasphemous and stupid, but 
Now that I really, really think hard, the guy has a fair argument. If you really, really want to bring up numbers, he said that uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey are the best trio in history. I don't know if I would put history about that, but then somebody checked me in the comments. Not me. Somebody checked the guy in the comments and said, actually, he does have an argument. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on that? Do you, would you put them in history just yet? I would put or? them in top five, top three. Um, I wouldn't give them that number one spot yet. I mean, you still had a lot of great trios in this league. Um, you know, for, for ages, I mean, for decades to go on. I mean, one specifically that comes to mind, Troy Emmett, Michael Irvin back in the 90s. I didn't have the luxury of seeing that, but that's one of the trios, the great trios that comes to mind and so on. I mean, there's other trios as well, um, but I would put them up there at this point. I mean, I think they've earned that, um, you know, so Mahomes. Solely especially because Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best we've seen. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's one our favorite tight end, tight end. One, yep. of our, one of the best tight ends that I've seen in my lifetime and probably of all time. And this is exactly what I wanted to say before we leave today. Um, it, it really just – this game – it, it came down to the star players showing up and doing what they needed to do, and that's what won this game. Tyree Kill, 150 yards in a tutty. Travis Kelsey, 96 yards in a tutty. The trio came to life and did what they did, and that's why they won. Yes, sir, and the defense is why they lost for the Bills. Um, you can't have the number one defense in the league coming into this game. Give up 42 points. Not only 42 points, but 20 or what was it? What they? I think they gave up around 10 points because 20 points in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter was oh the total. God, yeah. So I know that they're playing long. I know it was towards the end of the game. They've already been playing about 60 minutes. Uh, you just can't. The coverage that – so on that, Travis, on that Travis Kelsey catch, that's just horrible coverage. Um, I think I watched the linebacker – try and go for the blitz and then stop they, they just really didn't seem like they knew what they were doing and kansas city team. seemed like they know what they were doing they, they seemed exactly like they've yep. been there before uh you could tell who was there before who wasn't i really feel yeah. bad for josh allen though man that's my guy uh he i thought he won the game honestly yeah, on that gabe davis touchdown uh, yeah, even with the loss, Josh Allen still wins because he is a top quarterback in this league. Uh, one of my favorites, again, personally. And I, I just got to you got to give your hat off to these two quarterbacks in an incredible matchup. I think every time these two these two teams play each other, it's just absolutely insane. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, but shout out to Josh Allen. I mean, no slander, obviously, over here on the Bills. Uh, well, Josh Allen anyway. And um, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, does Diggs stay in Buffalo? Does, you know, yeah, I don't I'm real curious next. to see what they do over there in Buffalo because I know that there's talks that their offensive coordinator might be heading out to yeah. coach. Um, yeah, it's definitely not a situation like Green Bay, I would say, because they're worried about no, Devontae yeah, Adams yeah. leaving Aaron Rodgers. You know, they got their stuff a little bit more together, but yeah. I know what you mean. It's going to be a long offseason for a lot of NFL teams. Yeah, it's a lot to figure out, but that pretty much wraps up the NFL playoffs divisional round. We're looking at the championship games this weekend. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. We're going to be tuning in, so y'all need to tune in as well. Uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up, and we got into a little bit of everything today. So if you made it this far, appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Appreciate the love and support. Uh, we got a lot of exciting things coming this year, uh, especially later on this year. So stay tuned and appreciate the love, man. Yes, sir. And I just want to get into one more thing, man, before we end. Go ahead. NBA, Doc Rivers, the Sixers. I heard a lot of trade talks going on, man. 
Do you want to see Embiid with Harden? Do you want them to wait a little bit? You want them to wait it out this year, or, <laughs> do, or, or did you like the the Halliburton? Uh, did you see that on Twitter? I did. I did a little I, Halliburton package. I'll take Tyrese Halliburton any day. Uh, I'm a big fan of. I think big you fan pair of him and Maxi. You got that's lethal, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be great chemistry wise. Um, and I think it would fill the void of Ben Simmons. So we'll see what happens. There's a lot of interesting stuff coming. Um, Embiid, though, MVP. Oh, yeah, for Who sure, knows? man. Best center in the league right now. Hell, yeah, and we love him over here in Philly. So with that being said, I think that wraps it up. Yes, sir. We'll see you all next week. Peace.